Welcome to the Bulldog Blitz podcast at Yellow Spring Schools, an open enrolled public school district in Southwest Ohio. This podcast gives us the opportunity to spotlight our students and staff and share project-based learning, which is really at the heart of our instructional approach. This authentic learning process allows our students to tackle real world issues that face our community and make an impact locally and even globally. This hands-on, deeper learning our students receive develops those important 21st century learning skills like creativity, collaboration, critical thinking, and exploration. The Bulldog Blitz will also allow us to showcase our outstanding fine arts as well as our championship athletics. We really hope you join us on this journey. This podcast is an official production of Yellow Spring Schools. Welcome, Bulldog Nation. We have our second episode of the Bulldog Blitz podcast. We're excited to be here today. Um, We are actually at the high school, at Yellow Springs High School, with some students from Mr. Lowry's class. We're going to talk about a project they recently did called the Physics of Racing. So welcome, everyone. So if we could just start out, I'd love for each student, we have four students here today to go around the table, and we're going to, if you could introduce yourself and tell us what grade you're in. Um, my name is Nevaeh, and I'm a junior. Um, I'm Christian, and I'm a senior. I'm Henry, and I'm also a senior. Uh, I'm Morris, and I'm a sophomore. And then we also have um, the high school science teacher. I'm Mr. Lowry. Uh, I teach chemistry and physics here. Well, thanks, guys, for being here today. I really appreciate it. So let's start out just by asking you guys, how long have you been in the district? Like, when did you come in? Did, have you been here? Are you homegrown? Have you been here since kindergarten? Okay, yeah, I've been here since kindergarten. So that's around 11 years. I've been in uh, the district for around 10 years in second grade, and I've lived here my whole life. Um, I've been here since kindergarten, so pretty much my entire life I've been in the district. I've lived in Yellow Springs since fifth grade, and I've been going to school here since seventh. So we've been a bulldog for a while for just about everybody. Well, let's dig into this project. I'm excited to hear about it. Mr. Lowry, you want to take it away? Um, yeah, so um, I can kind of give you a, a bit of an overview and, and what inspired it, and then maybe we'll follow up with some specific questions. Um, uh, but we have a, a unit in AP Physics, which is um, uh, what this project is sort of housed in, uh, and um, it's circular motion. So we do uh, a lot with things moving in circles. It has a lot of really kind of complex terms that people aren't used to. And so one of the things that I wanted to do with it was to uh, sort of help make sense of a lot of these new terms that came in, uh, kind of put them in a, in a way that you can see them, uh, that makes them a little bit more real and not just like a measurement on paper. And uh, also, too, I sort of wanted to bring in uh, my passion for, for cars. Um, uh, I call it the physics of racing, but we do just look at like um, comparing vehicles and handling characteristics of everything from like minivans to sports cars. Um, we look at basic car components and, and how some of those function. And so it kind of helps with that. And then it also, too, is um, a nice fun project. It's kind of a break. Um, these kids work really hard in the class. There's a lot of really tough uh, content, tough tests that they have to do. And so it's nice to have a fun event sort of in the middle of the year. So can we talk a little bit about the specifics of the project? Like, did you have yeah. a driving question to start with? Uh, we, we do, sort of. Uh, it's actually different for different groups of students. So like if I, if I were to kind of summarize it, um, they break into groups of uh, usually about... Uh, 
uh, four to five uh, students, and then they tackle different topics. They come up with sort of their own presentation uh, with questions. They present out to their classmates. Um, at the end of the presentation, they had to help other classmates answer questions. So I have a set of questions that I want for like their learning objectives to get out of it. And so they have to kind of like be the expert uh, for that. Um, when they're doing that presentation, a part of their group is also designing an experiment that relates to it. So kind of like, for example, we've got like handling characteristics of the cars and weight distributions. For us in physics, it's content around like center of mass, rotational inertia and torque. And so they have to teach like what it what that looks like in terms of a regular car. But they also look at like what are the physics principles involved that affect the handling of their car. They present it out on it. They design an experiment that has something to do with that. And then we take a field trip and they actually try and collect data around the experiment that they design. They're not always able to get it. Uh, and that's fine. That's a normal part of science is trying to figure out um, what sort of procedures work to get the data you want. Um, but we go to full throttle racing and um, or full throttle karting in Cincinnati and do two things down there. Um, so we get to drive go-karts, which is a lot of fun. Uh, they learn a little bit about like how to, how to drive, how to take turns. Um, but then they also did a garage tour this year, um, which some of the groups needed to get data from that. So they go back, look at the cars and um, see if they can run their experiments. Because of that, everybody kind of has a different topic that they're doing. So they have different experiments, different driving questions, um, but they get to hear it from each other and sort of teach each other. When we come back, we just kind of looked at the results of that. Um, we followed it up, I think, with like some car comparisons too, just like what car do you have? How does it handle? How good is it? and a lot of different ways to look at how good it is. But then they had arguments about who had the better car. Um, so a little bit of bragging there. Uh, and then they sort of turned that in. So that's kind of like the overview. Had a lot of parts to it and a lot of normal traditional physics stuff in the middle there too. Sounds like you need project and fun. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, for you guys, Christian, what did you think about this project and what it made it um, what made it special? Uh, the opportunity to apply what we learned in the classroom and kind of like put it into a, a form like when we go go-karting, um, we're in control, we're driving it. And uh, I know me and Henry's topic, we studied the racing line. So that was a big thing that um, we tried to do when we were out there was follow like the ideal path around the course so we could um, complete a lap in the least amount of time. and. Uh, maintain the maximum amount of speed. So it was definitely a great way to apply um, our knowledge and have some fun in the process. So what did you think about it? I liked it a lot. Yeah. I always like hands-on projects. And I feel like this specifically, like, like I can do the formulas I can solve for like almost all of it as far as a unit goes. But when we don't actually do them like in real life, it's hard to know what I'm actually solving for, how to make that connection. So I liked it. And it was just a fun experience on its own. Some deeper learning goes on with a project like this. What did you think about it? It was a nice break from what we normally do, I'd say. Um, normally we're like math focused, not necessarily math focused, but focusing on the idea. And this was transporting that to, oh, how does it correlate to what we experience in everyday life or driving a car? which is a big part of American society. And it's just fun because circular motion I found very difficult compared to every other topic we've done this year. And taking that little break in between one of the harder units was kind of helpful to continue working 
this year, I'd say. Henry, have anything to add? Yeah, um, so I've actually, this is my second time doing this project. Um, I did this in regular um, conceptual physics last year, my junior year, um, and I had so much fun with it. And uh, there's, there's a certain pass that you can buy at full throttle if you're willing to pay the extra couple bucks. And uh, I didn't do that the previous time, so I made sure this <laughs> time around to, to get that in. And I, I joined Christian and we went, we were just kind of going at it the whole time. and. You know, obviously, the goal of beating the, the high school teacher here is uh, <laughs> is up for grabs. So we always, you know, try and do that. And the racing line just made that even better because that means I can just race the whole time with him. So a little friendly yeah. competition. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was a little fun. And and just to kind of give like that history, Henry took conceptual physics last year, and this is one of those projects I used to do it sort of in both classes, and um, I really wanted to move it into the AP classes because I do think there's a lot of advanced stuff you can get into a little bit deeper and also to they really do work hard and so I think it's good for them to have rewarding stuff and it's good to tie really the more advanced content to something reasonable. Uh, I do a physics of racing unit still. Um, it's much smaller. We focus um, on just kind of a lighter overview and we do it with RC cars now instead of like the actual go-karts and stuff. So kind of the presentations and having individual topics is something that um, changed it for AP. So, Is this the first time you've done this project? No, it's not. But every time it's um, it's it's changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, uh, you know, with with projects, you really kind of do want to like maximize the learning, obviously. And I think you mm-hmm. learn better ways to do that. And it's also too nice to put other components in there. So like rather than having it be a lot of content directed by me, it's nice to have more of it um, like being student research, students making sense of it, students teaching other students. That's always like more fun to see. So um, for a long time, I've done a project sort of with this title, but it's changed as the years gone by. Well, I'm sure it's going to give um, other students a really good reason to sign up for the class, right? I mean, because then they can look forward to this because they're going to hear about it from past students. Mm-hmm. And let me ask one more question. Mm-hmm. When you think back on the project and you, then you think about, you know, your future and future career, college, whatever you're going to, you're planning to do, what are the things from this project or project-based learning in general do you think is going to help you in your future outside of um, high school? Um, I definitely think that the, all this group work is very, I mean, like, you really can find if it's working or if it's not. And um, a lot of the time when it's working, you get a tangible, you know, thing to come out of it or, you know, something something is going to actually come out of it. You're not really just working on, like, a paper or something like that together where it's more of, like, yes all the work's done but it's like did you learn as much or have hands-on learning like we have been not necessarily um what's it like working in your groups with your peers and do you do peer like review we do critique it depends on on what the what the project was with this one here i don't think we did as much critique outside of groups i don't think we, we didn't do much we did with like within the group there was some presentation skills mm-hmm. as far as the people in the group that were presenting had to know their presentation well and not have too many o's and ums like right. i probably like had this presentation a total in high school especially is that we've gotten so good at presenting like in general that a lot of the time i feel like we almost don't need to critique anybody anymore and that's what it's feeling like or 
there's this expectation and I feel like everyone still fulfills that of being able to present in front of people and having that, you know, or being comfortable is, is, you know, very common now. Right. Well, it gives you confidence. It's such a great lifelong skill, especially as an adult. Once you get into your career, it is it is such a, a good skill to have. So I appreciate your input on that. Um, so what about working like in groups and working with your peers? Do you like I I always think it get you learn so much about yourself when you're working in a group, whether you're a leader or, you know, you learn, you know what your gifts are, your strengths and your weaknesses. Do you guys feel like that kind of comes to the surface when you're working with other people? It, yeah, I think so. Well, it depends on how you split the work or if you split the work at all, because sometimes you have this idea and then you'll split it down in smaller parts. Some kids will learn about this one seat, single certain part, and then others will learn about the other parts. And that's all they'll have knowledge on. So that's a bit of a problem if you don't fully communicate the other parts to each and every person. So that can provide a bit of confusion because I remember one group was talking about uh, the coefficient of friction on tires and I just did not understand at all. And I probably could have asked a few more questions. Yeah. So you kind of learn how to communicate better. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. And I do think that's a tricky part of project design, too, is to making sure those opportunities come up. So I think that's one thing I try to do more with this project. That's why I had like the question bank at the end that everybody had to make sure they had the answers to and make sure that like as a group, they were responsible for explaining it to the class. So even if you didn't work on a part of it, you catch up doesn't always happen though Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that that's true with sort of any way you deliver content yeah in our group we kind of took it on as like people who were designing the experiment pretty much already had prior knowledge to what we'd learned about um, and that meant that we could understand more of what we were searching for and what we needed for our other group members data wise and then um, they went in directions where they were less confident so they took over those spots that they were like maybe i need to do more research on and then you know figured out what the equations were that we needed to use for our data and then you know obviously presented at the end that's great well what about extracurricular activities what else are you guys involved in we have a great theater program athletics henry i know you're henry's in and soccer and Christian, I know you just got finished with bowling. Yeah. Right? So this winter, I participated in bowling and I did soccer in the fall as well. And I'm currently in baseball right now. Wow. And definitely, um, in a small school, there's just so many opportunities to be involved in extracurriculars or like student organizations. And I feel like. Um, especially like coming here, I have a lot more opportunities than I would if I had like gone to a larger school. Yeah, there are a lot of opportunities here, and we just added esports. What about you? I'm not involved in the extracurriculars, not this year. Not this year, okay. Yeah, I used right. to not be involved in anything, but I got interested in track and field, and that's been really fun just running. And then what about your future? Have you guys thought about, I know we have two seniors, a sophomore and a junior, right? So have you guys thought about like what it's going to look like after high school? No. Okay. Like <laughs> you have some time. Or like, or like, like our, well, our career choice. Either. What do you think? 
I don't know. I go into the forensics field, I think. Something mm-hmm. in there. Interest you? Yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's interesting. I want to be a forensic toxicologist specifically, and that has a lot to do with chemistry, too. So I'm really excited to take AP Chem next year. Okay. For me, I've taken a lot of um, engineering-related classes um, over my high school years, and so I'm definitely set on going into an engineering major. I've chosen a school. I'm going to be majoring in mechanical engineering, and... um, they have a lot of co-op programs, so I'll have like on that, that are like built into my curriculum. So I'll have like job experience during my years in college, and there is um, uh, one scholarship I've applied to uh, for the Air Force. So if I get that, then um, I'll be able to have four years in active duty after college, and maybe be able to become a pilot or a technician of some sort. So you said you did choose a university? I did, yeah. I'm going to be going to the University of Toledo. I know uh, Mr. Gudgel went there, and I have um, some family friends that live up in that area. But I think the big thing was that um, they had really good co-op programs, just like UC. But with Toledo, it was a bit of a smaller campus, so I felt a little bit more at home. Uh, transitioning from a small high school. That's great. What about you, Henry? Gosh, well, so I'm enlisted in a, a, a ton of back extracurricular activities after school, and um, in the future I uh, can want to continue that. Um, I'll be going to the University of Wittenberg, um, playing soccer there and possibly another sport. We'll see here soon. I'll be majoring in uh, business and economics. Um, I'm more of a math guy, so I've pretty much tried to take as much math classes as I can. And similar, that's why I'm kind of taking physics to get a little more of the well-roundedness in math. But I've done internships with um, financial advisor uh, groups, and uh, I think that's kind of probably where I'll be heading. Um, but Well, thanks guys so much. Um, I learned a lot, and um, it was just nice to get to know everybody better, and good luck. Good luck with the rest of your school year because graduation is going to be here before you know it, let me tell you. And um, just appreciate talking to you guys today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. The following is important information for our students, parents, and community. First, the Yellow Springs High School Theater Department is proud to present the spring musical Mamma Mia, March 9th through the 11th at the John Legend Theater. For showtimes and to purchase tickets, go to yschools.org forward slash theater. On April 1st, the open enrollment application process will begin for potential students residing outside the Yellow Springs School District. To apply, visit yschools.org forward slash enrollment. All day kindergarten registration also begins on April 1st, and we are excited to welcome the class of 2036 to the Bulldog family. Please register at your earliest convenience at yschools.org forward slash enrollment. On March 16th and April 5th, the Board of Education will hold community listening sessions regarding facilities in the Mills Lawn Gymnasium beginning at 6 p.m. The Yellow Springs community is encouraged to attend to share their feedback. Thank you again for joining us on the Bulldog Blitz podcast.